Yo, what's good? What's good? What's popping, everybody? Uh, my name is Brandon Shotme. Welcome to the Shooters Podcast, where we talk about photography, videography, and business um, because we know other photographers and videographers struggle with that. Okay, so um, I started this podcast because I didn't have a podcast where I could listen to as a photographer and videographer and actually like blow my business up. Right, I'm trying to blow up. We're trying to grow, um, but there's no way we can listen to to actually relate. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to make sure that we we are going to connect and I want to be able to tell my story and I want you guys to be able to relate to me and as I relate to you and we can go through this journey together okay throughout the rest of these podcast episodes I'm going to be interviewing other people I have a lot of other successful friends that I want you guys to hear from um, these are the same people that actually helped me build my business diversify in so many different areas so that way I can actually create more revenue multiple streams of income while i'm also building my photography and videography business so first off a little bit about me i have a lot of stuff about me so i had to write it down wait a minute <laughs> all right um so one i've hired over 15 uh, employees two i've um built my team duplicated myself and and my process uh, also automated my photography and videography business um i created a six-figure event event space event and studio space with no money out of pocket um, it's a 4,000 square foot space. It's called E-Complex ATL. You can look it up if you want. All right. I'm also built a multi-six-figure photography and videography business. I travel the world and get paid for it. And I'm also the founder of Shooters Camp, where I teach other photographers and videographers how to do exactly what I do so they can blow up too. We cool? We good? Let's get it popping. Okay, cool. I also got Jada back here in the back, so she's just going to jump in whenever I need to talk about something. Um, but regardless, I just want you guys to just, uh, I don't know, listen in, stay connected, man. Tap in. All right, so first I want to start with how I got started in entrepreneurship. Okay, question number one. So it's weird because I was a rapper at 18, 19, whatever. So I was out here rapping. I was spitting bars. I ain't going to drop a beat for y'all. But no, nah, but for real though, I was rapping. I was trying to blow up, right, in the music industry. Um, but then I had to like do my own videos, right? I hired some people. It didn't really work out the way I wanted to. So then I said, I need to be able to um, shoot my own videos, right? So then I, um, in order for me to get better, I started practicing and things like that nature. But the best way for me to practice, I need to practice on other people. So I asked some other friends. I said, hey, let me go ahead and shoot your videos for free so I can learn how to do my own music videos. So once I did my friend's music videos, they were good. And they say, listen, I want you to do that again. Matter of fact, my other friends also want you to do it and we'll pay you for it. So then people started paying me before I had to actually get there. I had to be really, really laser focused on how to edit. Right. So I went to YouTube and I was like, literally, I moved to Atlanta. I'm from Wilson, North Carolina, small hometown. And I moved to Atlanta and I was editing for three months straight no job my wife had to get with my girlfriend at the time she would take care of the bills whatever and i just couldn't find a job it was definitely a it was a depressing moment but i had to actually um i was focused right three months straight 12 16 hours every single day i edit when i wake up and i edit when i go to sleep i said i gotta learn how to do this thing okay i didn't take a day off and i practice on not on my friends i practice on um, my girlfriend my daughter i practice on everybody so i can learn how to do it right so you gotta think of, you gotta think about that. If you're a photography videographer and you're not willing to put in hours, regardless of whether you're working or not, because even when I was working, after I go to work, before I go to work, I'm putting in hours. So you gotta look at your life right now and think about how many hours, not even talking about minutes, how many hours are you putting in your craft every single day? Okay? So once I that was actually my first kickoff to entrepreneurship. Won't necessarily it was like a side hustle to me. Somebody asked me, like, hey, like when did you start getting serious? 
Like, I was always serious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are we talking about? I was always serious. Like, people pay me $200. I'm showing up lights, whatever. I'm professional. You know what I mean? I got t-shirts made and everything. I was always serious. But that's just me, though. Okay? And then officially, I quit my job about uh, five years ago. That's 2016. I quit my job five years ago. I went from the music video niche to short films to weddings. And then I quit my niche doing, um, I, I quit my job in that particular niche doing weddings. And I officially became a full-fledged entrepreneur. At that job, I was making $2,000 a month. Um, I replaced my income. I said yes to every single opportunity from that. I filled up my calendar, essentially. I started saying yes to all the gigs. I said, yes, I can do it. Yes, 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 yes. I said yes to all the um, opportunities. Sold my dream car. Uh, you know, I cut off cable. Like, I made sacrifices. I quit my job. Um, making about two thousand dollars, two to three thousand dollars a month, uh, doing weddings. The very next year, I started making five k a month. Built a studio, stuff went crazy from there. So, twenty sixteen when I quit, it was it was a shaky year. So, at the very top of the year, this is when I started doing weddings. So I'm starting making money. I came from my first wedding was three hundred dollars to four hundred dollars. No, I'm sorry, for three hundred to four hundred to eight hundred, and then twelve hundred. The first four weddings started traveling every weekend, whatever. Top of the year, I got a DUI. Spent my first night in jail. <laughs> it's crazy because, you know, my brother, he got 20 years in prison. He was like one, two of my brothers, like one of the biggest drug dealers in my hometown. So now being around them, almost going to jail, all, like it seems like I'm in the trap house every day, right? And I'm doing stuff. We ain't gonna talk about that on this podcast. That's what we ain't gonna do, right? But I'm, you know, I'm, we, you know, I'm very, it's very, very close calls where I can be in trouble, in jail, and all this other stuff. And I just kind of avoided all those things. Why now? Why DUI? You know what I'm saying? Like, God could have actually took me in 18, 19, you know what I mean? I could have caught up on a whole bunch of other weird stuff. But now here, bought my house, married, you know, married my, my wife, and it's like, I'm going to jail? It's been my first night in jail. They took everything. They took my um, they took my belt, wedding ring, shoes. I had nothing. I had I just had like pants and uh, uh, um, I think just a tank top. Like they just, I had like an overshirt. They took all that. And I was like, why are you gonna take my shirt? Took my shirt and everything. I was like, stripped everything. So um, that's when I first like knew like, yo, you can, all this stuff can be gone today. So even today, like I'm super, super humble and thankful because I'm like, yo, you know, I got to live life because this don't get going tomorrow. At least I know that like, I've lived it to the best of my ability. Regardless, I spent my first night in jail. And then I, I mean, when my wife, when she, when she got me out, I was like, I it was I, I was overwhelmed. I was crying. I was like, "Yo, this can't this feel like R. Kelly." Remember, R. Kelly was like, "Y'all doing this to me? I gave y'all thirty years of my life." <laughs> now, for real, like I just felt like, "Yo, like I'm a good dude. Like you can't just do this to me." You know what I'm saying? So that's how I felt. So then I went and found you know I went and researched, found some lawyers. I spent I, I paid a lawyer six thousand dollars because I wanted to get it removed. Not only because um, it was more of a pride thing. Like yo, it was like I don't want this on my record. I want to remain a good dude, you know what I mean? I want this, I wanted people to know, like, yo, I'm a good person on paper, okay? And then um, I asked my lawyer, he was like, yo, I know doctors who, like, had this DOI and they couldn't necessarily get another job. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to get another job, forget all that. So I'm saying, I'm going to get this on my record, we're going to fight this thing. So we fighting, we fighting, we fighting, we fighting, and we go through all these different trials and all this other stuff. And then I'm about to quit now because I've actually, I've, um, I started like uh, I was reading I was reading books. Actually I read my first book. 
I, have, I, I read my first book, which is 10 Distinctions Between Entrepreneurs and Employees. I haven't read a book since high school. So I'm about 27 now, whatever. I read my first book. They started checking everything. I'm watching Eric Thomas on YouTube. I was watching uh, my brother David Shands on YouTube just to learn more about um, entrepreneurship, right? So now I changed my mindset, okay? Which the mindset that they already had, I just need somebody to, um, to get it out of me. Regardless, now I'm about to make a decision to quit, right? Because in this book, this book was like, you know, I can, I'm I'm a, I'm a paraphrase it, but basically, you know, can you li- like, regardless of what I got from the book, my I, I went and told my wife. I said, listen, I can't live the rest of my life without knowing whether I can do this or not, right? So I was like, I just can't. I I get another job. I had to figure this out because what I can't do is keep doing keep doing this at this job over and over and over again until I'm 40, 50 without me at least trying. Let me at least fail at it first, and then I can go back and say, okay, cool, I tried, it didn't work. Let me go back and work the rest of my life. But I need to try this joint. Okay, so I had a, um, I had like my dream car, I had like a Jaguar S type, you know, it was nice, it was gold and all that, it was crazy, but the radio didn't work, coolant was leaking, it was like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> stunting from the outside, <laughs> stunting is a habit, but don't get like me, all right, but, uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean, so then, so now I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm, I'm on the verge of quitting, while all this stuff is going, while I'm still fighting this case and all that, so then I go back to my lawyer again, I ask him, I said, listen, what was it? Like if this DUI stays on my record, what is the thing that'll happen again? Like what's 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 the worst that could happen? Because I think yeah, that's what the book said. The book said like what's the, can you deal with the worst thing that's gonna happen? But regardless, um, I don't know what's the worst thing happen again. And he was like, oh, you just won't be able to get a job again. I said bet. But what if I quit my job like and won't never need a job? He was like, oh no, you would never know when you'll need a job again. I was like, first of all, I'm gonna take that disrespect. Cause how you know I can't go out here and make some money or make it entrepreneurship and all that. You know what I mean? So it was just a lot of a lot of doubt, a lot of fear that you know people put this stuff into me. Even even when I when I quit, one of my supervisors said that. Listen, um, he said, "Oh, what you gonna do?" I said, "I'm about to do you know my business." And he said, "Okay, bet." So you know, mostly he gave me gave me an interesting fact right there, right then and there. I said, "Yeah, you know, most uh, businesses uh, fail within uh, five years." So you know, just let me know if you ever need anything. You know, whenever you come back here, I got a spot for you. So I said, second of all, you know, I slap people for talking to me like that. So what you ain't going to do, you, first of all, back up. What you need to do is back up, right? So all these things are like, pile, are, are like piling up on me, right, while I'm trying to quit my job, while I'm trying to be the best person, the best um, entrepreneur. So um, I did what any other entrepreneur would do. I did it anyway. You know what I mean? I did it anyway. So um, I quit and I, uh, I took off. It's weird because I used to like coach people while I was working and just tell people like, hey, you can do that business. You can do this thing. You can do whatever. But I was I was wondering why I wanted to listen to me because I'm not doing it right. But as soon as I quit my job, you'll be surprised. Weeks after week, they were calling me, asking me, how did you do it? And I was like the same stuff I was telling you, whatever. Like they believe me now. They like, oh, OK, this is real. You can do this. You know what I mean? So for me, that was that. Um. The turning point. I said I say the turning point was me catching that uh, DUI in that year. That entire 2016 was insane. Sold my dream car. It's crazy. All right. What can shooters do to get better in their industry? So I usually ask this question to other people, but I guess I got to ask it to me. You do. So like using my business model. I'm like, well, I am their business model. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. So I guess oh, a few different things. One, pick a niche. Let's start there. Um, let's start with picking the industry to focus on. Once you focus on this industry, you're able to charge more, right? Because a lot of people feel like 
I can just do every, do all things. But then Christ strengthens me. And it's like, yeah, you can. But you should. Yo, let me tell you, I read, I, I got this book. The one thing, I got it right there. It's the one thing. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me show you. Let me show you what, let me show you what it say. Oh, you want to grab it? Let me show you this right here. This joint right here, I'm not here trying to promote books, but let me, let me, let me, let me tell you. This joint say, he said, just because we think we can, we think we should. I had to go to sleep. Here's why. Look, just, meaning a lot of us are multi-talented. We can do a lot of stuff. Just because we think we can, we think we should. Right? So, you're really, I had one of my students ask me uh, last night. He was like, yo, I'm really, really good. At, you know, people are calling me on our stuff to do lifestyle photography. But I really want to do, um, what was it? Freaking portraits or something. I don't know. Events. Something weird. I don't know. I was like, dude, if you just take on the lifestyle photography as, as a niche, you start making two to 10 grand a month, you'll be like, I don't give a damn about this other thing. I, I can do that on the side. I don't care if you pick grapes, pick cotton, do pushes on the side. It doesn't matter anymore. You start making $10,000 a month doing lifestyle photography, you're going to stop asking me weird questions like that. You know what I mean? If you if you pick a niche, start making ten because a lot of people, oh which niche, whatever, I don't know. Oh my god, which industry? You start doing all right, boom, I'm just gonna focus on event photography because people are always calling me for event photography. You start making five grand, eight grand, ten grand a month, you're gonna be sitting back, you can you can be asking me, Brandon, what should I do with this money now? As opposed to which niche. Go ahead and pass that hump so we can talk about something else. Go ahead and cross that bridge and now we can say, all right, cool. Now you're making ten grand a month, let me tell you what I want you to do now. I want you to be able to scale. I want you to, to hire people. I want you to automate your photography like your business. You know what I mean? We can move on to the next steps, right? But you still on, 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 on level one trying to figure out like, how should I crawl though? How should I try to do right foot, right? No, no dude, just crawl, right? Go ahead and crawl. Start walking. Start running so we can we can show people how to sprint or whatever, right? One, stop sending, um, stop doing, stop selling people your hourly rates and stop sending pricing sheets. That's weird, Okay. You, only you know the value of what of, of of what you can offer somebody. You're the expert. They don't. Know, they're not a photographer. They're not a videographer. You get them on the phone. You close them on the phone. You find out exactly what they need, and then you give them a price based on your packages, right? You give them a price accordingly. So the best way is to create three different packages, right? Uh, simple, better, best. A good, better. You know, um, um, you know, fire, whatever. Your best bet is to create three different packages, and you let them. And then you choose the best package for them. Okay, so that's the best way. I think I'm gonna stop today because we're gonna give them to us a whole bunch of gems later on here. We're gonna give them to a whole bunch. All right, listen, if y'all, if y'all, man, listen, <sighs> I've been here. I've done all this. All right, so last question was, oh, what do I think is trash? The last one was, what did I think? Let me tell y'all exactly what it said. Okay, what are things that are trash that people do in my industry? Where should we start? One, um, not having like contracts and invoices in place, right? I'm creating an app, Jada. I forgot. I'm creating an app. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say it right here on the first episode. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not playing. It's gonna have all that stuff in there. Contracts, invoices, whatever photography and videography need to create a legitimate business. I'm doing that. So I'm you're. So right now they're seeing somebody that's about to be making a hundred thousand dollars a month real, real soon. Yeah, just off the app. Just off the app. Yeah, just off the app, right? That's gonna be crazy. Out there, make sure that they knew who they was dealing with. Yeah, no, yeah, for real. Yeah, just off the app. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, making money is easy. That's, I mean, that's, that's light. You know what I mean? You know, I charge me anywhere between two to six K a month. So what you going to do? And I, I still don't do any work. Just automate it. All right. Where we at? What were we talking about? Oh, so one thing, one is just not having invoice stuff in place. I talked to somebody and it was like, Hey man, um, we did at work, you know, how you want me to, how you want to pay it? You want to, what you mean? How, how, whatever it's your business. I don't know. How you, how do you usually do it? Oh, they just you, you know, pay me cash. I'm not paying you cash. What you you, you a pimp? A drug dealer? What's going on? No, what you, how you gonna do this? You know what I'm saying? Um, and for those who don't know, Zell and Cash App is still cash. Just gonna let that breathe. Gonna let that breathe. It's called Cash App. I don't know if everybody doesn't know. But just have an invoicing system, something that's easy, not f only for you. I'm just saying, Janet, some people don't know. The cash app, cash app is cash is in the name. And here's because it's, it's going to be some people's going to comment. Well, I ain't wrong with cash. You know, dollar, dollar bill. That's cool. That's fine and dandy. Put it like this. Go ahead and just accept cash only. Now, you have to be there to collect your money. And when they get there, they might not have the money on them. Now, they got to go to the bank. You might not get your money that day. You got to get it a week later. You want to chase people down for your money? When I can just send an invoice, it get paid a deposit. And then automatically draft out their account the final deposit and i can sit back and collect my money and then or do you want to show or you want to or you want to waste your gas oh okay you want to you want to drive and waste your gas to go and get that makes sense okay cool have an invoicing system i promise you, you have an invoicing system people will respect you more um you will look that differently right when you say oh i said cash you just in your body you want to be you want to be regular right you want to be basic what a basic bit you want to be a basic bit what you want to do you know what i'm saying or do you want to be, you want to do what big businesses do, right? That's what I do. That's my motivation. I'm looking at McDonald's. I'm looking at you. A lot of people don't really like McDonald's. Um, when I look at the sign, I see the Golden Arches, their joints say a billion burgers sold. I'm like, a billion? How you do? A billion? That's a lot. And they're not, the, the burgers will kill you. They they selling a billion killer burgers. That's motivation. They don't care about killing people either. I'm not saying I'm going to do that, but what I'm saying, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if they can do it with killer burgers, I should be able to do it with this camera. Okay, so look at what big businesses do, and you want to mimic them. And if you want to actually find or look for some someone. Who operates their business, their photography, videography business, like a big business? Then I'm here. Holla at your boy. My name is Brandon Shotme. Welcome to the Shooters Podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe. We're gonna be dropping in videos every week. Jada, did I miss anything? I think you did amazing. I don't think you missed a thing. Okay, good. Uh, make sure you guys follow me on the gram. Right? People still say that the gram. Follow your boy on the gram. Um, it's Brandon Shotme. Brandon and shot like with a gun. Bang bang. And then me. I'm going to have like a link somewhere. Maybe in the description. I don't know. This is Shooter's Podcast, man. Um, I think. Why don't you go like to Spotify or something? Look, go to all the channels. They they own all of them. Spotify, Google Podcasts. What's another one? Apple. It's on there. Apple. If it ain't on there, it's going to be there. Just tr just keep looking. Where, where else is it? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. And if you find it and it ain't, and it ain't there, let me know so I can put it there. If you see it somewhere that's not there, let me know. I will put it there. We're done.
I'm out. Peace. Just gonna walk away. It's no really best way to leave. You know, black people don't know how to leave. You gotta slide out of here. Crap, I can't get out of this screen. Crap, this screen too wide. Let me dag on it. Still see you. Okay. Yep, still All see right. the hoodie. And the hands. <laughs>